Yo, before anything, I want to let you know that I dropped a new song. It's called Six Feet. It's out exclusively on SoundCloud right now. Go check it out. VOZ Music on SoundCloud. That's music with a Z. Go check me out. It's a fucking banger. And it will be available on all the rest of the streaming platforms extremely soon. I'm still going through the process of getting it. Uh, cleared for upload and all that good stuff so once i have a date i'll give you a date until then go enjoy that on soundcloud it's free on soundcloud download the app it's a dope app there's great music on there i mean you can find everything that you're going to find anywhere else but you find the exclusives on soundcloud go check me out it's six feet i'm working on making a video for it that's already in the making and hopefully you go find it on YouTube here soon. YouTube.com slash music one I believe. Because some motherfucker took my fucking name a while back ago. So, I'm the real one. Go check out Six Feet. You're going to love it. Share it with your friends. Share it on Instagram. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Do me the favor and share it for me. It don't cost you nothing. And if you like it, share it with me. If you don't like it, Still share it so you can make fun of me and your friends can make fun of me. All right? It's all love. Late. Yo, what's up? What's up? It's VOZ Voss back again with another VOZ rant. And it's been a little minute, but it was on purpose. I had a, I had a, you know, reshape, get back in focus. You know, the 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 ending of last year was was a great year, a lot of ups and downs. But you know what? That's the that's the normal shit. That's the that's the shit that we that we have to go through in this life to 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 just get to the next level, just to get to the next thing. It seems unfortunate and it seems like it shouldn't happen, but but it's just the way that life is. You know, I've realized that um, that we have to kind of get accustomed to bad shit happening to you because it's just a part of life. And if you wouldn't go through the bad things, I've learned that that you wouldn't learn how to avoid certain things or how to move because of those failures or because of those uh, mistakes or because of those bad incidents. Once we experience those things, we automatically, by nature, adjust. We automatically try to figure out how to avoid those things. But sometimes we hold ourselves back. Sometimes we, uh, we, we let it consume us. We let the thought of the bad incident or the mistake or, or a mishap or something that happened to us or something we did to someone else, we let that consume us and then we get stuck in our head. And that's where stress and anxiety come from because we're stuck in our head. We don't let 
we let external things be internal and then in tune it starts to affect our way of being and I thought today was a perfect day to to jump on a rant because because I felt really moved about this I bet I felt really moved about this situation and 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 I have extreme sympathy you know for both parties involved however I think it's very apparent very apparent on whose side to take in the situation because I think this is a this is a a topic that that a lot of people confuse especially especially when you're a man and I think I know what you, I think I know you guys I think you guys know what I'm talking about but before we get into that or maybe you have an idea but before we get into that I just want to say I hope everybody has had a great year a great start of your year if you made some new year's resolutions I hope that you've stuck with them I hope that you continue to persevere. I hope that you that you keep fighting through the challenges and you embrace you embrace the hardship. Embrace the difficulty. Embrace it because it's just a part of life. I hope that you find it within yourself to be able to break free from your mental state and stop letting external situations affect your internal being that you find a way to be able to release those thoughts and let them back into the world so that way they don't consume you no more so that way they go and dissipate within the atmosphere and let it be consumed by the earth so that way you can continue to prosper i know it seems very easy but at the same time very strong or very hard i mean but just know that it's in your power it's in your control to be able to do the things that you have set for yourself and be able to achieve them it's not going to be easy you know it's not going to come tomorrow it's probably not going to come within a month you know it's like when you go to the gym you start to see results after a month after 2 months and that's a whole 60 days You know that's 8 weeks. That's a lot of time. But don't let time discourage you from doing things. Don't let time discourage you from being able to achieve or thinking that you can't. You know I heard the other day someone say, you know, you're going to be 38 today. And college for a specific specialty degree for example maybe being a registered nurse is going to take you 4 years well shit in 4 years you're going to be 42 anyways and 42 is still extremely young why not go back to school and do those four years so that way you can be on the next level. I think we all have school mixed up. And that's something else that I kind of wanted to touch on today because I'm a college graduate. 
I actually teach part-time at a college where I teach students who are extremely older than me, people that are 50, 60 years old, barely going to college. And I'm also, you know, teaching students that are 18, 19, 20, barely coming into the world, barely figuring out what the fuck they want to do. And what I find on all spectrums of the age, of the ages, is that when you don't know what you want to do, you just don't know. But all those people are in that classroom because they're trying to get somewhere else. And how do we get somewhere else? We have to put ourselves in another situation. We have to get ourselves from point A to point B to be able to find ourselves somewhere else. It's literally that simple. You need to stop complicating things in your head. You need to stop making things so complicated and frustrating that you find yourself not doing anything. You know, I hope that this new year only brings you joy and happiness. But let's not let's not be let's not be ignorant. Because you're going to experience, you're going to experience hardships. You're going to experience failure. You're going to see things that you probably didn't want to see or experience. And it's okay to be emotional about it. It's okay to cry, especially as a man. You know, we've been taught that we shouldn't show our emotion, that we shouldn't show you know, when we, when we feel sad because we're men, but it's okay, we're humans. This is what humans do. This is how we experience things, through sadness, through happiness. You know, our emotion is a barometer for how we experience things in life. It's not a way of determining success or determining you know, how good things are. No, 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 it's not that. When we attribute happiness and, and, and sadness to success, then we're putting a meter on it. And then we find ourselves upset about something and then we feel like we're not achieving. That's not success. That's not, that's not how you measure that. Happiness and sadness is, is a way for us to experience the things that are happening to us. But it's not a measure of how good you're doing in life. You need to disconnect those things. Because people tell you, hey, you know what? Well, if you have success, you're happy. That's not true. That's not true. I know a man who's a millionaire. You know, millionaire. Dude still teaches, still chooses to teach for $50,000 a year, though he has retirement money that he could just retire on forever for the rest of his life. But he chooses to teach for $50,000 a year and endure the stress of, 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 of being in a college setting and teaching students and dealing with ignorant ass students and dealing with good students. I mean, dealing with all sorts of people. But as an educator, you have to be able to be transparent and be able to deal with all those personalities. Like, this guy could just step away and go. But he finds happiness in doing that, in serving. 
you know, when I went in there and he recruited me, he told me, you know, this job is not, you know, for the people that want money. This is for the people that want to give back. It's why most, you know, college educators, he said, teach part-time. Because they still got their careers to be able to keep their life afloat and their lifestyle afloat. But then they come here part-time to be able to give back those skills. And I heard yesterday that the greatest teacher is someone who is already doing what they're teaching. And so I found, I found, I found a lot of, you know, peace and, 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 and solace in that. Knowing that I've built a career, a successful one, and I'm in a college setting, being an educator, giving back to these students, and I'm actually doing what I preach. I'm actually doing what I tell them, you know, what I'm teaching them. And it's, and it's great. And to circle back into the education portion, whether you choose to go to college or whether you choose to go you know, get a skill or a trade or learn something new. No matter what you do, in order for you to get from point A to point B, you need a vehicle of some sort to get you there faster. And if we compare that, that's a skill. If you want to grow how much you make, if you want to increase how much you make, you need to gain new skills in order for you to be more valuable and then that's going to be the vehicle that's going to take you from point A to point B or from $10 an hour to $20 an hour or from $15 an hour to $25 an hour. That is the vehicle, that is the means of which you'll be able to grow. Everybody's problem is that they think of learning like something that is hindering them something that's stopping them, something that's wasting their time. But if you think of school as just as a way to be able to network, meaning connect with people and get to know people, maybe make build long life relationships, make long life friends, and a way for just to gain new knowledge from different people, from people who've been educators their whole life, teachers, right? And maybe they're, they're teaching, you know, business and they don't actually operate a business. But understanding the fundamentals of different industries is necessary for you to be successful or for you to be able to go tackle it. So if you're 35 and you're like, man, four years to go back to school, fuck, I'm too old. No, man, you're not too old. Because I know, I know of people that are 60 years old who are first-year members in college. That are 55, 51. I mean, I remember being in college myself back in my, you know, 20s. And I knew a dude that was there and he was 70 years old with an oxygen machine that he would carry around. And I asked him like, hey, out of curiosity, you know, I've been a curious person and I think that's what's led me to getting to the next level. 
because I'm curious about how to do things and how to get there. So I peep game more than I'm doing. And then when it's time to do, I go. And so I went up to this man and I said, hey, excuse me. You know, I said, I don't mean to bother you. I said, you know, how things going? He's like, oh, you know, things are going well. I'm just, you know, trying to update my classes. He was on his laptop. I said, hey, you know, you go to school here? And he said, yeah. And I said, you know, not not to be disrespectful or anything, I said, but, uh, you know, why are you going to school? Like, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, you're kind of old. And he giggled. You know, anybody would probably, anybody else maybe would have took offense to that, you know, but I think he was so confident in his mission and, and what he wanted to accomplish that he didn't take offense to that. He took it like as, okay, you know, this is, I'm gonna teach this young man. Let me give him something that he's gonna be able to live with forever. And he told me, he's like, you know what? He's like, I walk around these halls and I see all these young people look at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And I'm carrying my backpack with my oxygen tank around my classes he said to some people they probably think that I'm just a guy that works here and others actually know that I'm actually going to school here because I'm probably in their class he said however I went my whole life thinking that I didn't need college or I didn't need to gain new skills or I didn't need to learn and I struggled my entire life he said and though I'm not in the best health I want to be able to die knowing that I went and accomplished something that I thought that I couldn't. And see, he said, and that thing was school. And he said, maybe, you know, I'll be able to pursue my degree and maybe I won't. But he said, that's not the purpose. He said, my purpose is being able to achieve something that I feared, that I thought that I couldn't because I saw nobody else in my family do it. So I thought that I couldn't either. I thought that it wasn't necessary. I saw them, you know, he said, I saw them uh, uh, make it by in life. So I thought that that's the way that it was supposed to be. He said, look, it's good that you're in here right now taking advantage of time. He said, because all we have in this world is nothing but time. And if you lose a few years, maybe in a relationship or doing bad shit, he said, no matter what, time is always on your side. As long as you're living and breathing, he said, you still have an opportunity to achieve it. And I was like, you man, I appreciate that. I said, you know, that that means a lot to me. I said, uh, you know, I wish you the best and I and, and I hope that, you know, everything goes well. And, you know, if there's anything I could do to help you in your classes, you know, I know you're studying electrical engineering. That's not what I'm taking. But shit, you know, maybe we can partner up sometime. Maybe I'll learn something from you and you learn something from me. He said, that would be great. However, I actually never saw him again after that. You know, I don't know if he actually ended up graduating or not. You know, as I'm living my life, I'm, I'm being an artist. I'm, I'm trying to develop myself as an artist. I'm trying to develop myself as a human being. I'm trying to develop myself in the career that I'm in, which is a sales career in the sales industry. 
and the customer service forward facing or or, or or customer facing role, you know, I was just trying to grow. My whole life I just been this 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 plant, this seed inside of a pot. And I just been trying to grow. And and the water has always been the knowledge. So as I've gained knowledge, I've allowed myself to flourish and I've allowed myself to grow. And if you just think of yourself as that, just that, that you are a seed inside of a pot. And in order for you to grow, you need to go and seek knowledge. Learn. And that will allow you to grow into what you want to be. You may not go into the industry that you went to school for. I know a mechanical engineer that instead of pursuing his degree because he found it hard to do it in the city that he's from. Well, for one, if you want to pursue a degree of that sort, try to find it in your city. And if you can't find it in your city, then that tells you that that's probably not the area in which you're going to pursue that type of career. You're probably going to have to move. And family is the greatest thing to be next to. But you have to realize that family, unless they're in the position to do so, they're not going to pay your bills. They're not going to get the things that you want out of life. They're not going to give you those things that surround you and make up your life. A home, a car, a career material things that fuels our energy. You just got to understand that uh, you still have time. You still have the ability to be able to do what you want to do. And don't let people say that it's a dumb idea. Don't let people discourage you telling you that it's not worth it. Now, like, why are you going to go back to school? You're fucking 50. Why are you going to go back to school now? You got four kids and you're 30 years old. Why are you going to do this now? You know, you're 28 and you got two kids. Who's going to watch your kids? You know what? Fuck all that. Stop listening to that. Especially from people who haven't done what you're about to do. Sometimes the best teacher is life and those experiences that you take on and learning through that allows you to be able to grow allows you to be able to prosper allows you to be able to fuel your energy to keep you driven and like i said don't let happiness and sadness determine your place in life as far as success Those are just things that we experience as we experience life. Those are just feelings and emotions that we get out of experiencing life. But it's not a measure to where we're at or where you're going. Disconnect those two things. And you'll be able to be far better in your situation. And I'm telling you this from experience. I would not speak to you about any of this stuff if it wasn't for experience I wouldn't even know I mean because people don't know what they don't know 
But what I do know is that I've always, always, always have looked for knowledge to allow myself to grow. And I've always, always, always driven for the next thing. I've always been trying to look for the next thing. And people who know me and who know me very well, they know that that's who I am. And people who have gotten to know me or are getting to know me, they realize that I'm just go, go, go. But I'm human. I'm like anybody else. There's days I don't want to get up in the morning. You know, I, I just went to the gym two days ago at six in the morning. I was supposed to go to the gym today at six in the morning. Or I mean, at five in the morning. I woke up at five in the morning. I went, I took a leak and I came back and went back to bed. And then it was six. And then I'm like, nah, fuck. I'm not going to the gym today. It's okay. It's okay to miss a day. Just don't let it that be a habit. It's okay to be consistent for 30 days and then, you know, take a break. It's okay. But just know that with growth, it's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing. It's like when you're reading a book and then you stop for a week and then you come back to the book and you're like, fuck, what the fuck? the fuck is this book about so far and you don't remember you have to kind of go back and start all over at least for me that's how I find it with reading because with reading I take reading literal you know I don't picture what I'm reading until I'm actually done reading what I just read you know but I found that some people actually read and it starts to become images in their heads right away so it's not even like they're reading they're just building the, the images in their head and so their comprehension of what is happening in the book is like much greater because they're not taking it literal. I still haven't learned how to do that. I probably will eventually. But what I do know is that this thing that we call success is for everybody. It's for you, it's for me, it's for the homeless man that's on the street. You know, it's for the kid who thinks that he can't make it. It's for the girl who was told that she wouldn't be anything because she had a baby early on in her life as a teenager. And now she doesn't have a, a supportive dad to raise her son or her daughter. You know, it's, it's for the, the broken family who has a divorce who the kid may be a drug addict, whose brother is probably in prison. Success is for all of those people. We can find success in anything that we do. We just have to realize the position that we're in and then we have to find the way to get to the next level. And the only way you do that is by getting knowledge, and gaining new skills, new abilities. You know, damn, this car just popping out right in front of me. I just hope that, that you find it in your heart 
to be able to do good for yourself. I read a quote yesterday that says, before you love anybody else, love yourself. And I, and, and you know, and I, I was like, dude, like, fuck, it seems so simple. It seems so simple, but yet so hard. Because I see a lot of people, man, that they just kind of hate themselves. They're discouraged by themselves. They look at themselves in the mirror and they, they can't even see themselves. Because they've allowed external comments, their partners, their relationships, their, their, their work, their, their influences, friends, negative things affect how they see themselves. And they've internalized all these things instead of keeping it external, keeping it outside. And now they believe it. And then self-doubt starts to set in. Now they just don't know how to get out of it. You know, I know, I know I've experienced that. I know that I was a shy kid who, who, you know, couldn't even go up to a person without feeling, you know, getting anxiety. But learning from my father, learning the way that he communicated and the way that he achieved things was through people. And so he taught me how to not be scared of talking and communicating. He taught me how to be confident in myself. And as I learned to be confident, then I got to a stage where I was like, boom, just go, 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 go. Confidence fueled everything I did because it was necessary. But I didn't realize that that was going to run out one day. Because then as I started to get comfortable and then I started to listening to the outside voices telling me, hey, you know what? You're not good enough. You're not doing the right thing. Hey, why do you why do you do that? Why are you still doing this? And I started to actually take those things in. I started to internalize them, make them me. When in all reality, it was just external things that didn't belong inside of my mind. And then next thing you know, self-doubt started to set in. Now I'm doubting everything that I do. Now I'm questioning whether I should do it or not. Now I'm wondering, did I even go the right way? Am I in the right place in my life? Did I make the right choices? And now I'm just judging every single piece and aspect of my life when never, ever, ever before did I even do that. And I started comparing myself. I started listening to other people's stories and being like, man, why am I not there? And then one day I kind of just sat with myself and I just snapped out of it. I was like, I can't be that. I can't be like that. I need to stop letting other things and people and comments dictate my direction. And I came back to myself and I was like, you know what? Hey, stop this shit. You need to go back to being confident. You need to go back to doing what you were doing. You need to go back to the path that you have set for yourself. And whether that changes, that's okay. It's what you want. So I was like, all right, I need to get back. I got back in the studio. I started recording. I got back 
to being a great father. I'm working on being a great partner. I believe I'm a great partner. But in all relationships, you know, there's something bad that you do. There's something that causes the friction between your relationship. I'm trying to be a great son, a great brother. I always strive to be the best that I can be in everything that I do. But I'm human. I'll lack in some areas. But I'm no longer letting outside voices dictate my direction. No longer. When I started this podcast, at the end of my first year, I did kind of like a rerun of my year. And just yesterday, I was speaking to a friend and I was telling them like, bro, like I don't even remember what I did yesterday. Let alone what I did last year. Like I can remember brief moments and it's not even, it's not even highlights. It's not even like highlights of my, of those moments. It's not like, oh shit, I remember all the good things. Or I remember all the bad things. Like, I just remember random fucking things. And I realized that it's just... The reason why I'm able, I'm not able to remember shit no more is because... I've been so worried about outside, the outside voices. And they've been jading my mind. They've been confusing me. So it just seems cloudy. Shit, and I'm driving right now in this fog... And it seems like that's like my brain right now. It's just fogginess. Like you can see things, but you can barely make them out in the distance. So you have to get closer in order for you to make out what it is. And when you're already familiar with things, then you're confident in the fog, right? You're confident. You know where you're going because you've seen it before. So the fog is nothing. And I'm like... Shit, why the fuck am I letting this fog, you know, confuse me? If I already know where I'm going, I've already been here. I've seen this. And then the fog just starts to kind of lift. And I've never been a smoker, heavy smoker. I've never been a heavy drinker. I've never let any, you know, outside influences influence my decisions or my or, or, or create habits that negatively affect me and my life and so I'm thankful and I'm grateful that I don't seek to go out to the bars and drink with my friends every weekend or every other week or every once a month like I don't I don't seek that I don't crave that I'm just fine with inviting one of my friends over to my house and we'll have a few drinks and we chill and laugh and play some music and that's it and then it's back to the grind. I enjoy being able to be sober and be able to take in life for what it is and for everything that it could be. I don't want the fogginess in my life. I don't want to feel like crap the next day. I don't want the weed to cloud my mind and make me numb. I want to be able to embrace pain the way that it is. And I want to be able to embrace happiness the way that it is. I want to experience it in its full entirety and its full extent. I don't want it to be cut short. Because I feel like when we experience things half, half ways, we don't take, we, <coughs> I take that back. 
we take things for granted. We don't take things for what they are. And then we're not grateful for the situations that we're in. So, you know, I, I, I was going to go and talk about this topic that I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Because I want to do a little bit more research. I'm glad that I talked about what I just what I just talked about because I think everybody needs to hear this, man. I think it's necessary for you to take 30 minutes out of your life and be able to listen and just soak game. You know, I'm sure you've heard the saying, you have two ears and one mouth, so you gotta listen twice as much as you speak. It's true. It's true. It's true. Sometimes you just got to shut the fuck up and listen. And then you realize that that knowledge, that knowledge is the water for you to grow. So if the world is a pot and you are a seed in that pot, the only way you're going to grow is by gaining knowledge, by watering, watering the pot. And the water is the knowledge. It's the understanding. That's what's going to get you to grow. That's what's going to get different levels of your growth. You know, first you're a root. And then you start to sprout. And then then you start to have a stem and then you start to have leaves. Those are different levels of your growth. Don't let external things internalize and sit with you. You're better, you're greater, and you can be great, and you can be better, and you can get yourself out of every situation that you're in. If you don't know how to do it, find people that can mentor you. If you don't know how to find people, ask. You only get what you ask for. And that's life. It's VOZ. I'm out.